Welcome to the Dadcast. This week we're talking about famous family photos, the safety of CBBS, and another dad hack. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So, welcome to the Dadcast. My name is Alex, and my friend here is called Richard. Hello, Richard. How you doing? Hello. Very good. How are you doing yourself? You good? Yeah, really good. How has your time been since the last Dadcast record? Yeah, got, we've got lots to talk about today. I think we've got, I've got a massive loads list. to talk about. Loads to talk about. What yeah. have you got first? Okay, so this is photos. We're in the we're in the photos uh, realm now, <laughs> and what I'm talking about are well, a couple of things. One, sort of old printed photos as opposed to to digital, because my parents are currently going through all the um, a lot of old photos. Then my brothers. Thirtieth is uh, this weekend. No, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they've done is they've just gone back to old photos and sort of reminiscing and bringing them out and making sort of display boards for the birthdays and just you know just looking back at stuff. And I think the the difference is that they're obviously they're going through boxes and boxes and there's something quite exciting about going. Oh, look at this and opening the Kodak snaps from 1982, um, and obviously seeing all the photos. Some of them in focus, some of them out. Um, and, and what we were wearing, and some of the clothes that I was wearing as a kid. In in one of them, I'm a, I'm a real sort of geezer with my <laughs> leather jacket, and in another one, I'm wearing this bizarre kind of brown suit kind of thing. It's really, really odd. But there was a photo that my dad was saying, "Ah, oh, what I really want to find is that photo where my head is is coming out of the floor, as in my dad's head." Because he was ripping the the kitchen to bits, and uh, yeah. and and my head's there as well. And he was saying, "I've not come across that box yet. I've not come across that 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 pack of photos. I'm not entirely sure when it was. You know, we've kind of got it down to a year or two, but we're just going through all these thousands and thousands of photos. Uh-huh. And I thought it's funny, isn't it? Because they're almost be- photos that become famous within your family. Yeah, it's that that famous photo, and I started thinking, yeah, I remember seeing it years ago. It's like this mythical photo, and Dad found it, and he he emailed or he WhatsApped it to the family, and it's a fantastic photo. It is my my dad, and he's probably got to be in his uh what late twenties, early thirties, head sticking out the floor with this this hat on, and my head as well, looking very similar to Phoebe. You know when you sort of go, whoa, that's really weird. You can really see the the connection. Um, and and then my sister got back and said, oh, this is a great photo. You should get it printed. And I was already thinking, I'm going to print it. It's almost like it's become in the, in our family. It's become this famous photo, this famous one of photo, one of yeah. many. And I was wondering if there's anyone out, any listeners out there who have the same thing? Because I'm sure we all do in our families. Have you have you got any? Well, um, I, I can think of some when I was young, uh, standing in the back garden, having a bit of a strop, pulling like this really sort of like sad, miserable face. And, <laughs> and then loads of pictures of just like me and my sister and then me and my brother and my sister when we were very young. And I know exactly what you mean. It's almost like that iconic, almost like an album cover photograph. And it reminded me when you, when you were saying that of a photo book that we made for my daughter. So we did the you know, whole first year. And at the end of the first year, we made a photo book of all the best photos just so that we didn't lose them because we're thinking, you know, they're all on computers. If the computer gets lost or broken or whatever, then you kind of lose all these things. So we thought we wanted a a, a photo album. You know, there's ones you can sort of do. Yeah, I know. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And and we did that and we, we went through thousands of photos. We went through, first of all, the computers, our two separate kind of 
photographic drives and we went through and we just sort of like highlighted all the photos that were absolutely paramount they had to be in this book yes yeah and that was still well over a thousand photos <laughs> and then we were sort of like whittling them down and kind of like trying to make decisions and kind of going well this one's the the the, the, the best shot like this and this one's the best shot of that we haven't covered this and we haven't covered that and then, then you've got the problem of like where you've Instagrammed photos and some of them have got filters on and then you have to decide between yep. five different versions of the same shot because yep. they've got different uh, hues on it and stuff. And, and one thing that just made me feel a bit weird was that we've spoken before about the milestone cards. Yes. Yep. And, and so for every, you know, month and, you know, we're taking photographs of Matilda and sometimes every two weeks, whatever, it kind of gets less and less often. But we had all these photographs. And as we were going through the folders and folders of photos, we were finding alternative milestone card pictures. And and it's almost like when they released, you know, Michael Jackson's Thriller, that re-release, and suddenly had like a slightly <laughs> different album cover. And it's like, oh my God, it's weird. It's like, and I'm sure like with that picture of you and your dad, I bet there's another photo maybe before or after that one that is of the same moment but just is different it's so different do you know well, what I, mean? I think that I, I i agree but i think that the difference now that is that you do take many photos whereas oh, actually whereas then it 30 was years ago you yeah, t- yeah because these were coming from from 24 exposures so of you've course. got that's all you've got and you're not you're not reviewing so I think these days we, we take, you know, 10 photos and we only want one. And we're all looking for that perfect moment. And if it's a perfect selfie, a perfect family moment. And in a way, you kind of lose something because you start to recreate or you're trying to create your history as you're going through, aren't you? You're exactly. trying to say, I want that iconic shot rather than 30 years later, 35 years later. Oh, yeah, that was a great shot. It's funny because that shot is from the, um, well, from the 70s. It's probably 79, maybe a bit earlier. Um, it would take a lot of Instagram <laughs> kind of filters and stuff to get that. And even then, you'd never quite get it because the, 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 everything that's in the kitchen, what my dad's wearing, what I'm wearing, everything about it screams, you know, 19, late 1970s. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the difference now, like, it, which is why I sort of was mentioning this in the first place, really, that, that we try to do too much now. Because I agree. I've been looking through at the photos of, of my girls. We've got thousands of them all on the computers. And you think, God, the, you know, George has only been around for two and a half years. You know, by the time she gets to 18, we, we, we're going to have an, you know, it's going to fill the cloud with just photos of, you know, my daughters. It's ridiculous. I bet you've got more photos of Georgia now than you had of yourself for the first, like, 20 years of your life. I I, I, I don't doubt that at all. I absolutely... And, you know, and we're not even people who are obsessed with taking photos. You know, we do like to... Obviously, we take them. But, you know, my mum will take them uh, of the girls and and my mother-in-law will take them. And and suddenly you've got, you know, and they're, they're texting us when they're with the girls. So you're getting their photos as well. I don't like deleting the photos, but you've got to delete them because how many photos are you going to go through? I know. I think that's the difference. You've got thousands and thousands and thousands of photos rather than years ago. You've got that, you, you know, you might decide to take photos over, over two, three months because the, the film cost and it costs to, uh, to obviously get them developed. <laughs> but, then, but then I've got the other view on that as well is that, you know, the only memories you have of your time when you were that age are through the photos. Like, I don't think I've got any memories that aren't 
documented in photographs. So now I'm thinking, like, if we're having a particularly brilliant, exciting day and I haven't got a photograph of it, I'm thinking, in 20 years' time, we will not remember this moment. Well, I might have said this before, but the, the girls are remembering holidays through the fact that they are watching videos that I've done for them and yeah. make short videos. That's how they're remembering the holidays. I don't think they're remembering the holidays, well, certainly not Georgia. In fact, she, <laughs> she's looking at holidays when Phoebe was uh, the same age as her or younger, and she thinks that they're her because, <laughs> because they look very similar. So you're saying, who's that? She's saying, it's Georgia. No, it's not. And Phoebe's like, it's not, it's not you, George, it's me. Well. And she's like, it's not, it's, it's Georgia. And you think, God, you're, making, you're, you're even remembering holidays that you weren't even alive on. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, talking about videos, though, I, it's crazy how big videos are now for us because i just assumed it was taking loads of photos silly i've kind of forgotten how many videos were taken and for mother's day i thought it'd be quite nice to get all the videos off of my phone all the videos off of rachel's phone and make a compilation of all the videos we've taken of silly for the first 18 months and oh, just yeah. got, it's just little like 10 seconds here 10 seconds there i thought oh maybe if i can fill like a song's worth three minutes or whatever and so i yeah. got all the videos into a big folder dragged them all into iMovie and there was a couple of like duplicates where we'd sent each other a video so we both had a copy of it and it was over two hours worth <laughs> videos oh man so I went through and I trimmed them down and trimmed them down I think I got the, the final thing it was three songs so I've got it to about 11 minutes of the first 18 months of Tilly and um, but kids these days like you said about Georgia watching those videos Tilly is so aware. Like her favourite thing now, she'll come and sit on the sofa and she'll go pictures, pictures, pictures. Yeah, she will see pictures. Definitely. And now also she'll sit down on the sofa and she'll point to the TV and she'll say, Tilly. If you say like, what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Teletubbies? Oh, really? She'll go, Tilly. And she wants to watch her montage <laughs> already. Yeah. And it, and, but we've done that. It's not, it's not the children. They're, they're yeah. becoming, they're, they've got that, you know, self-awareness because of us. Because you, otherwise you wouldn't get it. If you're not looking at pictures of yourself and, and also, you know, we'll be taking a photo and, and now the girls, including Georgia, two and a half. Uh, can I have a look? I, I look, I look. Yeah. And straight away, in fact, Phoebe's going, I'm taking, I'll take a photo of Phoebe and she'll say, can you take another one? And then I'll, <laughs> I, I'll show her and she'll say, uh, that's the one. You think, whoa, you're now dictating what pictures of, of you that we should be keeping. It's bizarre. It's funny with uh, <laughs> with Tilly. She she was given this gadget pack uh, a while back, and it had like a little play remote control in it, and a little play iPhone. And it's got all these little buttons. You press a button, and it will say like the weather, or it will have like the phone answering whatever. Anyway, there's a button which is the camera, and it doesn't show anything on the screen. It's just kind of these buttons, and she loves just smiling at the camera. And pressing that button and going, cheese, and taking a picture of herself. She can't see the photo, but she just loves the idea of smiling for a photo. So the other day came in and she was like trying to, she was pestering the cat. And she would go, peanut, peanut, cheese, cheese, <laughs> taking all these pictures. Um, and then she turned around to the window and she looked out to the garden and she went, garden, cheese. <laughs> and she tried to, the cat, <laughs> trying to make the garden say cheese. But, but is this, so this awareness that kids have of themselves, of photographs of themselves and videos of themselves, which we didn't have as kids, is no. it a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not, well, I, I, I guess it is, it is what it is, which is a, you know, a bit of a cliche. I, think, I don't think it's good to become too, well, certainly not self-obsessed. I, well, I don't believe that. 
is good, but I'm not one that particularly takes selfies. Well, actually, no, I don't. Not, you know, I, I'm not, I don't really care too much. Um, I'm not put, posting things up on social media of myself having to look a certain way. I don't give a monkey's about that. Um, I don't know if that's a generation thing or if it's just a person kind of thing. I think as long as they don't feel a pressure to look and be a certain way and it doesn't feed into, um, you know, when they're a bit older going to school and, and all that pressure that comes along with that, then I, I don't think it's a, an issue. And maybe if they're just, they're, they're aware of it. But there again, you're not going to escape it. You know, there's, there's a good few years, certainly when Phoebe's not going to have a phone, but at some point her friends will be having phones and then there'll be that pressure of all of that to come. And they'll be you having know. the Instagram account and they'll be having all of that. So I suppose it's unavoidable, isn't it, as you say? Like it's, I, th- it's- I think it is, but, but equally, where is it going to go? Because technology and things move on very fast and, and uh, I'm sure social media will carry on, but in, in what degree? It can only go so far before it, you know, things build up, things move on again. And I don't know, there might be a backlash. You know, uh, it's crazy. I think, it's crazy. Well, it is. Uh, people, people are becoming self-obsessed. But I think the point is that I don't want my girls to become self-obsessed. I don't want them to worry too much about what they look like. Certainly not at their ages now and certainly not for many years. Um, and I want them to be silly and creative. If we can use that in a creative, silly way and, and, and enjoyable, then I'm more than happy. But the fact that you can uh, put Peppa Pig on your phone uh, if you're out for a coffee and, and keep the girls quiet for, for, for 20 minutes, I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig it does everything. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. any problems, put on Peppa Pig. Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky and Man Dadcast. We were talking about uh, Mr. Men books. And I, as I said, I absolutely love Mr. Men. And they're just a couple, you know, couple of things in there, um, and as we're going through reading more, I'm sure there will be some more clangers in there. But, very exciting, and I have known about this for quite a while. I'm just going to reach down and get it. It's on the ground here. Right. <laughs> I've actually bought this for, well, I've bought a version, a, a copy for me, but I bought it for my brother for his, uh, well, from, from the girls for his 30th. I don't know if you know about this, Mr. Oh, Perkins. I, do you know what? I you think can, I do. I'm very excited to hear what it's like. You yeah. can get the Doctor, Doctor Who Mr. Men crossover. Brilliant. So they're brought out, so far they're brought out Doctor First, which is William Hartnell, Doctor Fourth, Tom Baker, Doctor Eleventh, which is Matt Smith, and Doctor Twelfth, Peter Poldy. So you've got the very first, the, the latest, and, and two in the middle. So I've got Jim, the, the, the Doctor Fourth and the Twelfth, because, as you know, he's been working on the latest series of Doctor Who. So I know. he's in the know. Oh so I gosh. thought I'd get it for him. So, um, anyway, we, we bought them for him, uh, but I bought the Doctor Fourth for myself. <laughs> Do you know what? It's How bizarre. is it? Is it good? It's, 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 a bizarre, it's a bizarre crossover. I mean, I think I'd like it whatever, because, you know, for me, Doctor Who or Tom Baker Doctor, it's a kid's thing. I loved it. It's totally in tune with where the Mr. Men are now, which is slightly different to where they were 30, 40 years ago. Is it for kids or is it for grown-ups, do you think? I don't know. I th- do you know what? I think it's for a bit of both. I think they're going to really... Um, I think, do you know what? I think they're going to do really well because I I just bought it. I was like, right, I'll buy it, whatever. Um, and because I'm reading the Mr. Men to the girls anyway, Phoebe was like, oh, yeah, can, can you read that? So I read it last night. It's like, well, great. It's, it's crossing over. Well, I think it's a really, really clever move from both the BBC and, uh, and Adam Hargraves. <laughs> well, all I can hope... Um, considering what you said about Mr. Men on the last episode and the lies that they said about daydreaming being more fun than history, I just hope it doesn't come up with any kind of, you know, physically impossible things like 
time travel or anything like that. Surely, <laughs> surely there's nothing like that in it. Let me let me read you a couple of bits, okay, just because okay. I think I think the, uh, just uh, just a couple of only uh, pages, only truthful only truthful things, though, yeah, only truthful things. <laughs> We're talking about Daleks. We're talking about Daleks. Sure, Daleks sure, sure, sure. Okay, uh, the Daleks were a terrible alien race intent on just one thing, to destroy, to exterminate. To exterminate everything. Although some Daleks were rather better at exterminating than others. <laughs> like number Z403. And there's a picture of a rather sad-looking Dalek next to it. Like number Z403, better known to his friends as Dale. <laughs> Dale, 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 Dale the Dalek, Dale the Dalek's energy ray was not so convincing. I think that's one for the parents there. Oh, hello. <laughs> I love it though. Dale the Dalek, or I suppose it should be Dal. It should be probably be Dal the Dalek. Dal the Dalek. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they don't like kittens. They don't like flowers. They don't like ice cream. And they definitely don't like tennis. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's so funny. There, there is only one thing Daleks like, and that is exterminating things. <laughs> I just think that's great. It's, it, it's just funny. So I was reading it last night, try, trying to get the girls to sleep, and I was just laughing. Did Phoebe and Georgia <laughs> like it? Did they enjoy yeah, it? They, yeah, they did. They really did. Uh, it's great. And they're going to bring, they're gonna bring them all, all the doctors out. Dadcast, thumbs up to the uh, Mr. Men and Doctor Who crossover. We'll have to post a couple of pictures on the uh, Twitter account, which is at Dadcast UK. And Instagram we've got as well. Loads of good stuff on Instagram, so make sure you check that out, at Dadcast UK. Talking nappies, talking crap. The Perky and Man Dadcast. Now, uh, on the last episode, you were talking about books that lied, yeah? So yeah. I had a look through some of Tilly's books, and I found one that's got <laughs> a very bad lie <laughs> that is going to encourage right. kids to, uh, you know, be very careless with themselves. So, Little Red Riding Hood, right? Oh, right, okay. Hit I'm me with this sure one. there's loads of different versions, but I've got the M&S first readers little red riding hood so this is one that okay. loads of kids will have because it's in m&s and it's three quid and so thousands and if not millions of kids across the country will have this um we all know the story with the old you know woodcutter and the granny mm-hmm. and the wolf so um i'm not sure if this happens in every single version of it but of course the granny gets eaten by the wolf and then um on page 22 the wolf opened his mouth wide and leapt at Little Red Riding Hood. The big bad wolf ate Little Red Riding Hood. Okay? That right. happens in this version yep. of the story. On the next page. Luckily, a woodcutter was passing Granny's cottage. He went in to visit Granny and found the big bad wolf taking a nap. He bashed the wolf with his axe. Then he turned the wolf upside down and gave him a good shake. Out came Granny and Little Red Riding Hood. <sighs> Yeah. Now, yeah. that's you... going to teach kids, mm. who cares if I'm out in the woods and there's a wolf there, if it eats me, all I need is someone to be passing by, giving him a shake, and I'll be fine. No, you will be ripped <laughs> limb from limb, and you will not survive. I don't know if they have to have that in writing in the book. That might scare the kids before bed, but you will not survive if you get eaten by a wolf, kids, okay? Anyway. I've never thought, I've never thought of that. I, you know, and that story, obviously, like all of us, we know we know very well. Um, yeah, that's outrageous. That's the fact shocking. that you can shake shake the wolf, and the wolf will just regurgitate. 
out and, whole. And fine, yeah, absolutely fine. If you spot any lies in books, then we do want to hear them. So again, uh, just go to Twitter at DadcastUK. You can go to Facebook forward slash DadcastUK, or you can email us DadcastUK at gmail.com. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. CBBS. We oh, like God. CBBS, don't we? CBBS is wonderful. CBBS is an absolute godsend. Uh, if you need to go and do something in the other room or go and, you know, make some food or something. Yeah, it's great. In fact, a good friend of ours, Pilar Orti, is one of the, uh, the go-jetters. She is, yeah. She is one of the go-jetters. Uh, we need to get her on the show. We, we do need to get, get her on the show. On the show. Hey, She's, also, I've, I've, met, I've met Robert the Robot. He's a Facebook oh, friend of mine. You? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Robert the Robot. Yeah. What the, yeah, he's, he's doing all right, isn't he? He's yeah, doing all right. Yeah, just yeah. him. Anyway. So, Phoebe's just getting... There are certain things, like, in the night garden that she's... You know, she's, uh, she's past that now. She's past uh, Teletubbies. She's past quite a few, and I think she's watching them... Well, she's not really watching them. So, uh, by accident, I sort of flick through to the CBBC channel, which is the older ones. Which I guess is more what we used to watch years ago with Philip Schofield on. Yes, that, yes, that would have been the equivalent. Or the, yeah, and um, they'd got some TV show on. Uh, it looked a bit like sort of a Doctor Who kind of science fiction thing with kids on, and it was you know I didn't really watch it. And then it cut back to the presenters. The presenters were like really cool presenters, and um, and a bit <laughs> like yeah. So anyway, we're going to go now. Now we're going to go over to. Da, da, da. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, well, I don't know if I'd want to watch you. Yeah. You, 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 you're annoying me already. Why are you just, why are you sort of doing all this kind of silly, or trying to be a bit sort of down with the kids, laddie, and, and, and or whatever? It just was like, oh, no, you would do my head in. So I switched over to CBeebies, and there was Rebecca with a flower around her head, <laughs> singing about being a flower and doing a little <laughs> jumpy, skippy thing. And I thought, do you know what? Life, normal life has been resumed. <laughs> this is where we want them this to is, be for a few more years. I'm ha- this is where I'm happy with Rebecca there, just smiling and just being, you know, just being fun stuff, not trying to be too cool. In fact, they don't care, do they? The, the present- I just think they're fantastic presenters. It was like, right, I think we'll keep it there for a while. We'll keep, keep, um, keep Phoebe on the CBBS as CBBS, 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 as long as C-B-B's. possible. As yeah. long as possible. It was just, that moment. It's like it's, you know. Forget about the children. It's going to be a, it's going to be a change for me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to get used to all new programs and new presenters. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Stick with what we know best. <laughs> Cut what? to five years' time. No, yeah. Phoebe, I don't care that you're ten. We're still we're, we're still going to watch in the night garden. <laughs> I had a thing the other day with CBBS. Tilly was you know watching a program and then the program finished and then Tilly said Timmy, Timmy, and it was like Timmy, why are you saying Timmy? And then there was like a little sting a little cbb sting and then timmy time came on the ardman animation with the sheep and i was like oh no she oh, yeah, knows great. it's a great show but oh, she, she knows she it. knows the schedule oh no oh. she's watching it too much she knows oh god yeah <laughs> that is actually that's clever that's really astute though isn't it well, or bad wow. that we let her watch too much of it if if you're if you're wondering if you're a good dad or not i've got a checklist <laughs> that maybe i'll do a bit later right. in the show of how to know if you are a good dad. Okay? okay. We'll do that. We'll do that in a bit. Um, just because I've got something else I want to say about this. I've got a, a good dad hack. I've got okay, a dad go, hack. Go I've got it, an actual it. dad hack. Um, have you got your guitar there? Can you do a dad hack jingle? Oh, cool. Yeah, I could do. What, oh. what did I do last time? 
That was for uh, Daddy Dilemmas, so it's different. Oh, Just jam yeah, something, yeah, Rich. Come on, jam something. Okay. Oh, it's time for the Dad Hack again. <laughs> That's there perfect. That's Short and perfect. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if this is something that I only learnt recently, or if it's something... I mean, you might have known this from day one, and, and forgive me if you do, and loads of people listening might know this, and some, I imagine some don't. You know when you've got a little baby, and they're going through a very pooey stage, and no matter what you do, it all leaks out, goes all over the baby grow, gets very messy, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We've been through it. Yeah. I didn't realise until recently, until Tilly was far too old to make the most of it, that um, baby grows... A design, you know, the the uh, around the shoulders, they've got that little flap mm. thing. They're designed yeah. to come downwards. So if you've got a messy, messy, pooey baby grow, uh, oh yeah, you yeah. don't have to pull it over their head. I oh. was always trying to pull it over Tilly's head and trying oh, to avoid no, I didn't. getting the poo on her. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Cause I, <laughs> no, because I remember once we, I remember once with Georgia caking the back of her head as yeah. I brought it up. It went everywhere, and it's like it just smeared the back of her head. No, I had no idea. See, that has is, is saved loads of dads up and down the country, all around the world, doing bar exactly us. that. Yeah, bar us, because we're too late for it. But, yeah, they're designed, they, they go really wide. You pull them down over their arms, and if they've got a very pooey, pooey, nappy baby grow, just pull it off that way round. No, instead I, I, of I, I no. it in the face. No, I didn't. Uh, that eclipsed me. But probably like many things <laughs> have eclipsed me about bringing up children. No, I think that's great. A little bit too late, but uh, but l- l- at least we can impart that knowledge yeah. <laughs> to other people. <laughs> hey, if you've got any other dad hacks, then just get in contact. The usual ways. I won't go through all the details again. Your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by Perky or Man. So, Rich, I've got a question for you. Um, when you had Georgia, your second, mm-hmm. did you remember everything that you'd learnt the first time? And if you did, was that a good thing? Or would you have rather sort of learnt it all fresh? It feels like with Matilda, like as we've gone along, and as she's got older, she's 20 months now, that um, you, you kind of just get onto the next stage, and that's your knowledge is the next stage. And you sort of think, think my God, if I do it all over again, like that whole kind of beginning it, bit, uh, and oh, it's crazy. But I, yeah, but I think it's like anything. It's like when you, you know, you, you buy a house. I think we've talked about this before. You become experts in, in sort of mortgages and buying houses yeah. for a period, and then you just forget it because you don't need to. You know, you get married, you, 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 you get into, you know, venues and whatever, and, and, and everything to do with marriage. Well, actually, no, I didn't, but, but Sophie did. <laughs> I, I, just ar- I just arranged the band. Uh, and then you helped lots as well. So, uh, yeah, you, um, were yeah, uh, you were the band. You were the band. I know, so I didn't even have to arrange much. Oh, yeah, this, anyway, is, well, this is the man who did... Uh, he, he, so Richard is in a Mick Jagger, well, it's a Rolling Stones tribute band, and he plays Mick Jagger, and he plays absolutely fantastically... <laughs> But he's the only person that I've ever known on the evening of the marriage singing to his wife, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> oh, 
that's true. Well, yeah, so anyway, I did. Well, anyway, oh, anyway, moving on. Uh, you become experts in things. So I, and then I think you forget it because there is, you know, there's certain things that you need to remember forever, and there's other things you only ever need to remember a certain period of your life, and it goes. And I think that's the same with sort of bringing up children because the next stage is important, and then you just forget it. But a bit like sort of, um, you know, riding a bike or whatever. Although, yeah, cliches again. You it, you just go for it and you remember it. Okay, you know that's good. Um, was it a bigger step going from zero to one child, or going from one child to two children for you? In different ways, that it's a big step in different ways. Um, uh-huh. Obviously, your first child is is it just blows your mind and it's massive, and you sort of go, "Whoa, my life will never be the same again." In a in a, you know, in a good way, obviously. Um, but I think with the second child. And a lot of people had said, you know, having two children, you know, it's like having, I don't know, three or four. And I agree. It's just massive because suddenly that control you can have over one, packing things for one, getting one ready in the morning before you're going out to work, um, you know, appeasing one child for two, well, they're totally different. And even though they're both girls for us and they're both being brought up by the same parents in the same environment, in the same house, they're totally different. I suppose that's quite good that you then don't, know too much have that much kind of like comfortable knowledge because you do have to learn it because it's a, as you say it's a different person so you can't approach it exactly the same way no, that we, you approach we, the no, first we, one. but we thought no but we thought georgia would be the, the you know especially with second but girl same, that yeah, would just yeah. be the same and not at all i mean you know there are some photos that it's funny because there are some photos where you go you know in quite a few years time going back to photos well who's that which one's that one which one's that you you know it'll be difficult to to um tell the difference between them but apart from that they're totally different. They're mm. just totally different. But in a way, that's part of the excitement, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. I suppose. So He's the reason why I've asked this and the reason why uh, this series of the dad cast is going to be, I think, quite interesting is because Tilly is going to be a big sister. Oh, Perky! <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So there's oh, going congrats- to be another one. You've t- oh, God, you t- oh, this is great. This is really great. Congratulations. Well, thank you very oh, that much. That is fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic news. It oh, feels a bit great. scary because it feels like, oh, going back to that early stage of like holding the baby and being very careful about the neck and stuff is very different from the stage we've got now where we can literally pick her up and hang her upside down by yeah, her leg. But do, do you know, <laughs> and actually, do you know what, say, you, you saying that, and that's made me think, uh, you will be a lot less worried with the second one. Yes. Because na- because with Phoebe, I was scared to do anything. I remember being scared to, well, walk up and down stairs I just did not want to do. Yeah. Whereas Georgia, totally different. Absolutely. For the second one, you'd be like, yeah, fine, well, we've done this all before. Well, yeah. I remember with Tilly, the first time that I was with her by myself and Rachel had gone out to work, and I can't remember how she was, she must have been a couple of weeks, because the first few weeks we were all sort of both together. I think it must have been about six weeks. And um, I remember, I, first of all, I didn't get dressed that day. I just thought, I'm going to stay in my pyjamas, <laughs> because <laughs> we're just going to sit in the living room and do nothing. And then the second thing, when, when Rachel was just about to leave, I said, oh, before you go, I need to go to the toilet, because I don't know when I'll get a chance to go again. <laughs> <I just laughs> yeah, thought, exactly, yeah. I'm just yeah. stuck with it. Whereas I think with the second one, I think I'll be like, right, Tilly, up the stairs, I'm going to the loo, bringing this one with us, and you kind of get on with it, I think. We'll see. Well, you, what, you, you'll be down the pub, you'll have your, uh, you'll have, you know, buy, buy some walkie-talkies, put, put, put them on monitor mode, and, and, and if you hear a bit of a noise, uh, you know, as long as they're not crying, you're, you're fine, you're okay. Yeah, a two-year-old <laughs> can babysit, can't they? Ah, oh, yeah, it'd be fine. Just don't worry about it. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, this is very exciting. Well, listen, congratulations. Thank um, you very much. 
I will use this as an excuse to have a, a glass of wine tonight and, uh, and cheers you. That is very exciting. We'll, we'll, and in fact, we'll talk more when we're not, when we're not recording. Absolutely. <laughs> but, and then um, we'll talk more in the build-up to it as well and the whole kind Too of like, right, process well, all through pregnancy and all yeah. through the birth and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So if you, if you know any dads that are going through the same kind of thing, get them to listen to this. Share it around. Let people know because um, we want more people to listen to the Dadcast. We think it's uh, a fun thing to do and we hope you guys get a lot out of it. So we are fast running out of time on the Dadcast today, uh, but thanks so much for listening. Before we go, have you got one last little thing, Richard? I have got one last thing, and um, the, I'm going to just call this Dying Books. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is a book. It's quite a lot of book-themed recently. This is what happens when a storybook starts to die. Listen. Can you hear that? That's the creepiest thing. <laughs> Uh, no one. Listen, listen. That is horrid. <laughs> That's things that nightmares are made of. So this is this. Is, you know, this is what you can threaten your children with. Go to sleep, or I'll play this. Oh, that is horrible. That's horrible. We've got quite a few dying books at the moment. We've got one that's row, row, row the boat, but just a really slow down. It's almost like re- row, reco- row the boat for your life. <laughs> record it, record it, because, you know, at some point you'll want to use that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. Anyway, that really is the end of the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, we've got loads of stuff that we just put online. We've got a great video of when I went cycling with Matilda. and when That is very funny. My very wife funny. Rachel's filming us. and it's, oh, You have to watch that. It's on Instagram and it's on Twitter, so check that out. And uh, we will see you next time. There'll be many tales of my road trip across America uh, with the little one as well. And um, loads more stories from yeah, uh, have yourself, a good one. Richard. Look, yeah, yeah, definitely. Take care yourself and i'll see you soon all right let us bye subscribe to the perky and man dadcast on itunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com by tweeting at dadcastuk or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk uk